Warning, this podcast has been rated T because it's terrible. This is two friends talking, often forgetting the recording, going into diatribes about very sensitive topics, including, but not limited to, violence, including sexual and self-harm, drug use, and almost anything else, all handled in a way that if my mother-in-law were to hear it, I'd be embarrassed, but not ashamed. Like, it's just, I, I am the absurdness void. Like, it just... That's that's all I see. Hello and welcome to Join my cult. I'm your host, Redstone Archender. I have survived the second COVID shot, and I have a super fun episode for you this week. Um, I cannot promise that we stay on any real topic, but we do focus a lot, and we do come back to sustainability pretty regularly. Um, We do talk about a bunch of pop culture. We do get into a bit of Trump and uh, that nasty mess that we've fortunately limped past from. Uh, We do talk about some comparing the age of the advent of nuclear weapons with the new, uh, with with growing up with climate change. Um, We talk about buying cars, how Jeffrey Dahmer was a hero, according to Ron Ulysses, and how crappy advertising is. I think we end up off burning it at home for something nice about relationships. I don't know. I I enjoyed editing it. It was fun this time. It was upbeat. I hope you enjoy it. It gets a little weird. It is, as always, way out there. But I just want to thank you for listening. I hope you have a great one. And if you've got any questions or comments, uh, feel free to click that voice link. Leave me a message. Would love to hear from you. I cannot believe some of the numbers I'm seeing. So, yeah, thank you, thank you for listening. By the way, mm. I saw the MST3K tour that just happened, and I saw Joel Hodgson. He was like, like 15 feet away from me, and I was super sick and just had like mucus pouring out of my nose. But it was oh. like it was fantastic, and I will cherish that moment in my head, minus the <laughs> thick film of bodily fluids. Oh flowing through my mustache and over my lips at the time. Speaking of bodily fluids, I believe it's time to start the podcast. Uh, welcome to... Uh, uh, welcome to our bodily cult. fluids. <laughs> I was going to say welcome to my cult. I, I meant, please join my cult. Uh, with nope, it's me not here. called that either. <laughs> it's like if Gary Marshall were trying to sell his cult. <laughs> Take this cult, please. Um... <laughs> Is it too late to rename the podcast? Because that's pretty good. <laughs> that is pretty good. I mean, not a single one's hit the internet yet, so perfect. No, it's not too late. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are we doing here, Red? Uh, I, I'm your host, Redstone. I am trying uh, perpetually to convince my friend Romulus. Hi, everyone. I'm Romulus, and I pronounce "friend" with just one syllable and not two, like Redstone just did. Friend. <laughs> that's actually how my dad used to finish reading stories to me when I was a kid. Friend. <laughs> Close the book, tuck me in. Night night. Turn off my light. 
Please, 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 friend. <laughs> Try not to out me as not a human. Oh my god. I can only imagine, I hope you don't take offense to this, how disappointed your designer would be at the output of like, yes, I have done it. Sentience AI. And like the AI immediately analyzes humanity and is like, hey, what if it just ended itself? That'd be pretty convenient. Uh, hmm. I must have missed some numbers. Oh, I see here I have a two in my binary system. That's probably what's causing this error. Uh, yeah, so we talk about cult stuff uh, sometimes. Sometimes we talk about uh, Interstellar for 15 minutes. Um, but yeah, j- j- well, that, that's the warm-up shit that we cut out. Yes, cut out exactly that <laughs> hot content that uh, only gets served to the cutting room floor. Um, uh, but yeah, that's that's what that's what we do here. We talk about cult stuff, good ideas, usually I, bad I, ones. I try to, I'm trying to make him join mine, and. You, the listener, if there is one um, other than me editing this, uh, that also you too. Also you too, and the band you too as well. Yeah, we'd take them. That'd be huge. Internationally? Be huge. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, Bono gets I, I on was... stage and just starts talking about aquaponics. Like, perfect. Actually, crap. At some point, we do need to talk about bringing, if we bring on a guest, mm. because I have pretty sure who our first guest needs to be, mm-hmm. and it would be... Um, We'll leave him nameless for the moment because I haven't asked him about picking a name. Um, but he's the guy who knows all the shit about aquaponics, who lived off of it for a while. Right. So, and and who he and I have been in um, repeated talks. Actually, we've been sending each other back and forth um, links to uh, plots of land that are in either interesting areas, are super cheap, are just whatever. Just like, hey, would you want to live in this middle of nowhere? To like build a commune. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if your if your whole thing is sustainability, right? Like, middle of nowhere is is fine, right? Like, as long, yeah. as, long as you can get a router, you're good. Yeah, I mean, the other issue is, um, I mean, so one of the plots of land actually is pretty cool. It's like 35 acres, and it's about a two hour drive from Denver. Wow. So yeah, yeah. It was it's a more ambitious than I would be looking for, but. It's, um, to be honest, the way we've been talking about it, they own their own home. They would sell their home and buy some land out here. Wow. And start, yeah. And it would be like, yeah, we're doing this. We need help building this. So let's do this together. That's huge. But I, yeah, right? <clears throat> I've also done stuff to move towards sustainability in the last few weeks. I have purchased mm. twice some plant-based protein, i.e. Impossible Burgers and Beyond Beef. Mm. So basically, Ooh. we're just as good as each other right now. <laughs> Did you do it at the King of Burgers? No, no. My um, local uh, lovely gigantic grocery store called Wegmans uh, sells it now. You just get like a block of it. It's like a one pound of like, what is it? Like like peas or peat or whatever. Like, I don't care. It could be soylent for all I care. <laughs> uh, it's rather expensive. It's like 10 bucks for a pound of it. But like, Damn. it's delicious and it's plant-based and... Like I can like the texture is fantastic. If you are yeah. eating meat out there, like the texture of it is like ninety nine plus percent like this like five sigma certainty that the texture will be satisfactory to you. I think the flavor you can get like when you're chewing it, it's a good chew, and then like as you're swallowing it, your mouth is like, mm, are there peas in here? And there are, but I would say that it is still a very very good tasting burger so i 
in the Whopper I had, because I've been to Burger King to have it twice now. Wow. Can we just... And I like... I feel like you're blowing yeah. past that fact way, way too quickly here, Red Stone. No, 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 Because no. I'm about to, the bigger reveal is because I go to Burger King on far too regular of a basis. It is my super guilty pleasure. I did it today because I was just like, I need... I don't know, I've been having a rough... Like, I just need some extra... I need... Actually, I need meat. Mm-hmm. I need meat. And you know what? If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do... I got a fucking coupon for Burger King. Mm-hmm. Going to Burger King. Yeah, and yeah, I, I, I felt like a fat little boy uh, at lunch, just <laughs> for, shoving that into my face. For, for, for the podcast watcher out there, Redstone visibly leaned back <laughs> in his chair and took both of his hands and cupped them around his belly as if pregnant. Just like that warm, sensitive rub that only comes from one life form to another developing one. That is what just transpired. Yeah. Wait, so did you get oh. actual meat or did you get the impossible whopper? Today I was really bad, and I got the there's a for three ninety nine, two Whopper Juniors and two small fries. Yeah, and I was yes, um, give me that. Yeah. So I mean, when we were going to college together, I remember there was a Carl's Junior, uh, Hardee's for you East Coasters out there. Um, it's not the same though. I know, I know. Uh, but no, it's 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 flat out. If you're good, do not judge Carl's Juniors based on Hardee's. That's just don't. Sure. They're both not great. Moving on. There was a Carl's Jr. near my house where I lived the last year, and I knew for $5.36, I could get uh, 2,500 calories worth of food. And like, I did that three times a week for the better part of eight months, I think. Like, so I I cannot cast judgment on you. I have have been to the top of that mountain. Wait. But also, this is when I joined you in your eight days on, one day (laughs) off workout regimen where you were just like no i need the calories i remember when uh, we were we were soaking in the hot tub at the gym during this yeah and we were talking about chipotle and two rather attractive women in like little bathing suits like came up to try like hey i like chipotle we're just like shut up we're talking <laughs> like we're just like we're talking about food and food is so much more important and they were like oh they are kind of cute but just food we should get out of here and go get food now. Yeah, I should also point out that that interaction was unique to me in that that may have been one of, if not the only times in my entire life when a woman has actively initiated conversation with me because they were interested. Like, I am usually the one who's like, hello, what would you like to talk about today? And they're like, pass, hard pass. No, thank you. See, this is weird because I would say, strictly speaking, you're a more attractive person than I am. I do. We have a mutual friend who threw herself at you pretty hard oh. for a good while with my help oh, this, just to watch that horrible incident. This, I am a this, horrible person. Uh, oh, this was, I know exactly what you're talking about. We need to move on from yeah. this. <laughs> yes, yeah. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, I think objectively speaking, I, I, women find you more more attractive. And yet I, I think you just don't pay attention because it's happened to me repeatedly where other people have been like, hey, you know, that woman was hitting on you, right? And you just weren't paying attention. I, so that's that's likely. I think my, you know, the same radar device that uh, picks up on subtleties of people is the same one that picks up on like they're hitting on you and i broke those devices when i was four let's say and have not bothered to repair them i'm like this is just a lot simpler now uh so that's entirely possible actually that makes sense because it's funny because from her point of view the story was she flirted with you hard for a good while and she didn't think it made any difference and then at some point like and she had given up flirting with you because you wouldn't flirt back and then all of a sudden at some point you're like hmm she is attractive. And then you miss the wedding ring and she's like, wedding ring in your face. Like, oh, oh, I find him hot, but he's not getting, he just does not pay attention to signals whatsoever. Whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. To this day, 
like very bad at that. I mean, it's just that's that's I, I we're all pretty bad at it. We are, but you know what is good is that Impossible Burger. I find them pretty tasty. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. So here's another thing oh. I want to talk to you about. So like, I don't know when the last time you were on a college campus was, but I feel like I've been on several uh, in my academic career, mm-hmm. and every time I'm in a bathroom at one of these. There's always a sign somewhere that's talking about sustainability. Sustainability is like a big college initiative mm-hmm. all across college campuses, and they're also eager to tell you how bad it is to flush a toilet or whatnot. And the, the statistic that I usually see is like it takes this many gallons of water to produce one pound of like ground beef or something, or one pound of beef. They don't specify if it's chuck or lean or whatever. <laughs> they're like, oh, it's this many gallons of water for for beef and then they're like it's this many gallons for chicken so like you're like oh i'm saving the world by eating chicken (laughs) you're welcome world and then they have like usually like here's how much soybeans you can get from it i have no idea where pigs are on that whole thing are they just harder to calculate or are people just like people are just eating beef and chicken pigs aren't really a concern right now they're they're higher than chicken but not a whole lot it really i i know that they're when they ask you to cut out red meat yeah i think they just mean larger animals just, just the cows, so, huh? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I could, we could look it up, though. I mean, because I've got a, like, a personal shame tier listing of like how bad I need to feel in order to justify having the meal that I'm about to consume, much like your Whopper encounter. Mm-hmm. And like for me to be like, I'm going to order a red meat burger, like I have to be like in a truly shit mood or a truly celebration. Like, that so rarely happens for me. Chicken is a much more like, oh yeah, sure, it's Tuesday and I want it. That That's the level of justification that chicken requires. But B for me, like, I know, like, fuck the environment big time and so i'm like mm, try not to do that yeah no no i'm there too it's very rare but it's it, i mean that's why i try to do their chicken stuff for me it's the greasiness <laughs> and it's, that's actually is. what burger king has licensed their products as like yeah i'll have the number seven chicken stuff please they're like well <laughs> the lawyer said <laughs> i mean we can't say just chicken we had to put a <laughs> it's a hyphen stuff <laughs> chicken hyphen stuff do you know do you know those bags that you can get in the freezer section of like chicken wings that are spelled like w-y-n-g-z they have to spell it that way because it doesn't have enough like chicken in it or whatever to or it's not enough of a chicken to actually be considered a wing because that's like some federal guideline that they so it's like it's called like wings and it's spelled wacky because it's fucking not chicken like you're just eating yeah, like yeah. i worked at grocery stores for a long time so yes i have that's so shocking to me i've eaten <laughs> i mean i probably have to you don't understand I mean, you're saying at a certain point when you're poor, you're just like, mm, I'm just kind of, I don't have enough money to ask questions that I don't want the answer to. So it's that, it's that, or the fucking little dollar Swanson meals. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? The ones in the red box yeah. where you're just like, oh, budget or yeah. And you're just like, I'm going to need four of those just to get full. <laughs> oh. Each one has 2,000% of the uh, amount of sodium I need in a meal. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, th- like, so this is what my wife was talking to me about when I was like, oh, yeah, I bought some more Impossible Meat. And she was like, isn't that like $10? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, which kind of seems crazy, but, like, I can't imagine that the, like, Impossible Meat-based industry is subsidized very heavily, right? Like, mm-hmm. beef and uh, dairy are. So, like, when you buy a hamburger for, like, 72 cents or whatever it is at, like, any fast food chain, like, there's no fucking way that they'd be making a profit off that if it weren't heavily subsidized, right? Like, so you're, Mm -hmm. like, every time you're buying a hamburger, oh, okay, so let's bring it back to this cult idea of, like, everything is connected. If you fight racism, you're fighting climate change. Mm -hmm. If you buy a hamburger and eat it, you are basically taxing yourself, right? Like, that's that's the follow-through there. And... And helping burn the rainforest. <laughs> because 
What do they do there? They slash and burn the fucking rainforest to grow cows, which is the worst fucking place for it. Because it's like, yeah, so we grow grass for like three seasons and then that then it just dies. <laughs> oh, time to move on. Slash and burn, motherfuckers. We're just doing it to teach Mother Earth a lesson at this point, because very frankly, she has not been kind to us. <laughs> oh oh she's gonna take her wrath so fucking hard that's <laughs> wow. which is which is the whole point of this podcast is hey let's help prepare for the almost inevitable coming apocalypse right right but we had a few more burgers along the way so yeah no so to be honest though i really could not taste a difference at all between the whopper and the impossible whopper well yeah because the whopper also is zero percent actual <laughs> ground beef so <laughs> probably so i'm just saying it does suck i have to pay a little bit more at burger king but when i got a coupon yeah and i'm getting usually now it's the not beef i'm still sure the potatoes are horrifyingly grown <laughs> i think usually stuff. now it's the not beef is actually the like whopper motto like ah, <laughs> we're we're pretty sure that there was beef there at some point maybe back in the 70s uh god yeah uh I definitely have gone through those those similar crises. Beef beef was an easy thing for me to cut out. I feel like chicken. Uh, I don't know. I and I go back and forth on like, do I want to treat the chickens like shit and do less damage to the environment, or do free range chickens, which is just like, that that's a little bit rougher for for Earth. I don't know. Like some someone's getting boned there. Either the chickens or Earth. I mean, you could just raise your own chickens. You got some yard. I do. I do. I I legitimately <laughs> have over an acre of property that like. I could have like goats and a compost bin and a chicken coop and like, I just... or friends with a little house and uh, a greenhouse with hydroponics or aquaponics going. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, legitimately, that's what some people in my area do. They like buy a piece of land and then they build a second house on it. Like, our, our we have like three neighbors on our block that have done this. And like split the lot or rent it out or Airbnb. What I don't, are we talking about? I don't know. Like. Uh, one of them, like, they built the house for, like, family members, which mm. I think would be a super cool thing. Like, you know, you could just have, like, your parents, if you got along with them, like, in that house over there. And then it's like, hi, parents. Let's hang out. Your, your, your father-in-law would already be moved in as it was being built. If my father-in-law <laughs> lived on the same <laughs> plot as me, like, we would be unable to take the recycling out every two weeks because it would just be, like, too many too many bottles of bourbon would be consumed they would just be like we have to stop coming by here because we're enabling the both of you which to be honest would be great i'd pick those up and i'd go make my like eco house out of them <laughs> like no no I'll to, don't 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 give those away those are building materials my friend building materials <laughs> i love the idea of i'm like it's like four in the morning i'm hungover i remember i have to take the recycling out like i'm bringing it out to the curb and you just like pop up out of your geothermal <laughs> dome in the ground and you're like no that's my heating <laughs> and i'm like say hello to your wife for me <laughs> she says hello yeah she wants she wants you all to come down for board games oh man sold I'd, then i'd go and I'd wake my wife up and she'd be like it's yeah. now four oh five in the morning stop stop please please stop <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, what what role do you think livestock plays in a commune, like in a in a sustainable commune, right? Like, how do you get people on board with the idea of look, we can have livestock, but we've got to like make sure that we're not, you know, going overboard with it, that we're not subsidizing it and all that stuff. Or does it go along with your lines of like, yep, if people kill all the cows, they don't have cows anymore. That fucking sucks for them. <laughs> I mean, friend, I'm sorry, you killed your cows. <laughs> 
I mean, you just have to have good education and hope it works out for the best. But yeah, it really could just be, and then people fucked up. <laughs> I mean, we how many other species have we made go extinct? These are the ones where we're like, no, 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 we made them to raise them. I don't know, it could be just unless we don't need to have fucking beef. I mean, like, the average American has beef every single day. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, well, we don't need, we could just not do that. If we just cut the fuck back, it'd be fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we just, yeah, you're, you're, I don't know. Like, if people just, like, took more time to, like, understand where their food came from, I think they'd just be better off, generally. Yeah, yeah, you've expressed that idea before, just, like, education being important for decision-making. I, I think if people had to have a hand in also the growing of the food in some respects or like had to be somehow part of that cycle in minor ways just but to just see it and be part of it i mean that's like the number one reason why my wife is a vegetarian she's like when i left home uh for college i had to start preparing my own meals she's like i had to handle raw chicken and i was like done with this forever (laughs) yeah i mean that's part of it is if people don't if you if you have to help kill the animal, you, you will be less likely to... I mean, or maybe uh, there's some people who are super into that shit, but... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm sure some are. I don't know if there are yeah. people we want to giving more power. Hey, you're great at killing animals. Do you want more power and responsibility? <laughs> like, that's that, that's how we get bank bail, no, like, right? We're people... Sorry, you could totally cut out. Keep no, going. sorry, you cut out, too. Uh, I was just making a joke about uh, if we put the people in charge that love killing animals, that's how we get bank bailouts. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Hey, you've got pig's blood on your hands. Want to govern my mutual funds? This does remind me, this abuse of power reminds me that I just started a show, which I would highly recommend to you, on Amazon Prime called The Boys. Oh, I heard middling things about this. I'm interested in your take. Um, well, I am enjoying, it is over the top, but that's just part of it. It has superheroes as the main antagonists, even though they're portrayed in a world. If superheroes came alive somewhere in like the 70s in america what would they look like today they'd be mass marketed they'd be like megacorp yada yada and so that's it's an interesting question and also i realized why you were telling me that story i was like i really have to blow my nose because i'm a little sick so i muted myself on skype and then while i'm blowing my nose i'm like boy my (laughs) microphone levels are blowing up right now so sorry in advance for you editing that out (laughs) amazing cool I mean, I'm sure I'll see it coming. <laughs> yeah, just you'll hear like, of blue. Russell, 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 and then just the torrent. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that sounds like an interesting premise. I really liked um, like The Tick when that was on uh, Amazon also, because it was like, I don't know, I'm, I'm a big fan of superhero everything. Like, if it's based on superheroes, I'm probably going to watch it and enjoy some part of it. Although, I did just watch The Incredibles too, and I was like... It's pretty weak. Okay. I haven't seen it yet. Um, so that's... And did you say The Tick was the show you were talking about? Yeah, not the one with Patrick Warburton that was live action, but the one that was yeah, with the... Peter Serafinowitz and Griffin Newman, I think? Good good on the names, because uh, I'm bad with that. Um, but yeah, no, no. I, so, so you saw the second half of the second season, right? Of The Tick? Yeah. Uh, I watched all of the first season and the first couple of episodes of season two, and I did not finish it. Oh, okay. Um, it it takes a while. I remember it picking up by the end, but it was a rough go for season two. Yeah. But it, I thought it was okay. Yeah, I, I really like the, the character concept of The Tick. It, I, I, we've brought this up before. Uh, I pl- I'm, I'm part of a D&D group. I roleplay with Redstone sometimes. I've realized recently, I don't think I'm a good DM anymore. Because I don't care a lot about my worlds that I build. Like, I don't make sure that they're, like, 
philosophically sound or that like there's a governing structure that makes sense i'm more just like i think it'd be funny if the tick was in this scene with my be with the players that are playing this one the tick walks in like i'm just like so much more interested in making interesting characters and populating the world with interesting characters that like i just don't give a fuck about anything else i think it always i enjoy that i that's my level of what i i for role playing i don't always care about the whole deeper world unless it's important like unless it shows itself to be important then i'm into it if it's part of the narrative then hell yeah, yeah. but it doesn't have to be in any way so i think i think there's got to be some structure to it and it's just like it's such an afterthought for me cuz i just want to be like what's funny right now what's interesting right now what's compelling right now and like build that actively with people in that moment in that scene i don't want to have to like plan out what's going to happen down the road because in my experience leading people down the road is fucking infuriating because they're just going to take every pit stop <laughs> they can along the way to just like avoid oh, getting to the end of that road especially our groups especially our groups <laughs> no but i feel like that is world building because that's where like those weird interactions and now we're like oh this thing exists because it was a joke and now it's a thing and there are implications to that. Like, it, it always seemed like we built it with just what was funny. Yeah. Which makes the worlds less cohesive, but I find it more interesting. I, I think so. I, I don't know what it's like to be a player character in those type of worlds, though. Like, I, like I'm running the world, and it's fun for me. And I noticed in my last session that I hosted this last weekend that all my player characters were starting to be snarky to each other. Not in a mean way, but like one person would mispronounce something and then someone else at the table would like jump on them for it. And I'd be like, usually that's the thing I do. And it's like, oh God, I taught them. I taught them to do this. And it's like, everything is treated as like a joke or like, but it's like, it's within the context of the world, which I find funny. And, and interesting, but like everyone's attitude has shifted towards that. And so it's it, it's very we weird because I now I'm staring in this reflection and I see myself back in it and I'm like, this is troubling. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have role played in at least one game of mine and that's how my games end up usually being is i have like some ideas of what's going on but i'll steal like a world I'm like hey, we're in Eberron. So there are these things that are happening. Right. And then weird characters. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Characters to me are just much like when I was watching the Tick. I was like, the Tick is an awesome character. Like playing him in any capacity would be very fun. It's like straightforward, and there's enough creative freedom there to like. Mm -hmm. This is a dumb guy who just really, really loves things. Like perfect print, all I need to know. Like I can, I can go into any situation with that character, and it would be fun and interesting. And I know how to do that with characters really, really well, but not so much with worlds. Like I don't know how to like. This is a world. Where, like, no matter what happens in this world, the world is still interesting. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can consistently do that. Yeah. Um, I've heard people kind of do nations, kind of with personalities, though. Like, rough sketch them out. I, I follow our world building on Reddit, so. Oh, I think I used to also. Yeah. Like, and, and I've seen some interesting, I don't usually they just, like, plot them out so in depth. Then it's, I don't know, I guess it's set in stone in their head. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, like, I've built a town, and, like, they can go to their, this place and talk to this person, and I kind of have, like, a slight narrative arc for everything, but I usually find myself when I'm, like, in a scene with a, a player character that it's just more fun to play around it. Like, I don't know. I'm just not very good at being the straight man. 
And gotcha. that's yeah. that's infected all of my player characters. They're like they're like, hey, none of us need to be the straight man, right? And I'm like, oh no, the system has broken down. The system has broken down. <laughs> like, I guess you're just gonna have to learn how to be the straight man in this one. Yeah, I just need to be like like H. John Benjamin's character from Bob's Burgers, right? Like the ultimate straight man. Like no matter what the scene, then yeah. he's just like, no, Louise, you can't do that. Like I just need <laughs> to always be that for the next campaign that I run. And like, yeah, people won't know what to do. <laughs> It'll be amazing. I have, uh, have to bite my tongue so much. I'm so bad at that. Um, can we uh, t take a brief pivot here and talk about the, the UN summit that happened recently? Sure. That sounds awesome. What UN summit are you referring to? You mean the climate one mm -hmm. with Greta Thunberg? Yep. Or... Yeah. Cool. So she gave a speech where she was basically like, y'all can <laughs> sit on a pencil. And it was like, yep, that's fair. It's probably fair. <laughs> and then I read a, a little bit of Trump's speech which I thought was amazing because like my favorite thing, my favorite thing are inconsistencies. They're my absolute favorite. And my favorite part of it was when he's like, the future is not for globalists. It's for the nationalists, which I was like, okay, that's very wrong, but you're entitled to your opinion. And then two days later, he's like, Hey China, you got any of that Joe Biden information? And it's like, how, how dumb are you? How, how, how just like completely, uh, uh, illiterate are you to be like the future is not for globalists by the way hey neighbor can i get some help with this thing that i don't trust my own information on like it's there's no uh, I, I don't understand how someone can do that like that is such a degree of cognitive dissonance to me true and i expect nothing less from president trump but the reason why i just can't i know exactly why he's doing it he is he's literally using cnn to talk to china to ask for their help in meddling with the election and he gets to do that because he was doing it in secret and got caught. So now when he does it out in the open, they're like, well, if he does it out in the open, can it really be a crime? <laughs> yeah. Like he did it in the open. Like you can't, if he just started taking off his pants and taking a shit on the White House lawn, would people be like, oh, maybe all the presidents do that and we just haven't ever seen it before. I mean, this is just people are, oh. And the fucking Senate's not going to impeach this piece of shit. I mean, you just know they're not going to do uh, it. Did you see the story that came out earlier today where the White House is like, we're not going to we're not going to uh, collaborate with this impeachment probe. And I was like, what the fuck does that yeah. mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> Only <laughs> your honor, your honor. I'm not coming to court today. <laughs> what? What are you doing? The, the House alone doesn't have the power to enforce their own subpoenas. It has to be the House and the Senate together investigating otherwise they have no fucking power and the senate ain't doing shit romney is getting yelled at by the president being told he should be impeached for implying that maybe what the president did wasn't okay <laughs> like he didn't even say impeachment he's just like ah i'm just saying i'm not i'm not happy with this and it's atrocious but mm, i'm not sure he did anything super wrong I, it's, impeach him yeah i think i think he's just heard that word so much now that he just means like this this thing is bad and it needs to go away. So like if he gets like a bad McDonald's burger or whatever, he's like, oh, can you can you in, impeach my Big Mac, please? And they're like, sir, you're you can't keep just saying impeach for those things. I'll be right back. I need to go impeach that breakfast that I had earlier. No, sir, I'm I'm really sorry, sir, but you need to stop using that phrase. You gotta please stop fucking tweeting it too. Just stop tweeting all of the things you keep saying to us while on the toilet. Please no. <laughs> When he's playing Mario Kart, he's like, impeach. It's like, no, you, you selected the character, Peach. It's <laughs> I am Peach. You just con condensed. It's fine. It's fine. She's a light character. I'm just going to ram her with Bowser. It'll be fine. So back to the climate summit. Mm. Uh, was there anything else you were thinking, feeling about it? I mean, I imagine you had thoughts and feelings, Red. I'm just, I was going to bring that up in conjunction with the fact. So I've been feeling kind of down. 
because things have been kind of rough, but I've been trying to look at things a little different. So there's been protests all over the world. In the last month, there have been protests in Hong Kong, Ecuador, Iraq, Russia, Indonesia, and Egypt. Not to excluding the um, Extinction Rebellion and the, the climate, the separately the climate march uh, Greta was doing, which had over 60 cities nationwide, uh, not nationwide, um, 60 cities worldwide mm. participating in that. Like London, Madrid, Berlin, they were all part of like the, the rebellion. So I, it's sad to see a lot of people like in Russia and in Indonesia getting their asses literally kicked for this, but... The whole world seems to be standing the fuck up and saying, hey, we're not cool with this shit anymore. Mr. Rogers was always looked to the helpers, man. Like, shit, there's helpers everywhere right now. Yeah, I think I think people are starting to look around and be like, hey, like 80% of us want gun laws and like a massive percentage of us want climate change laws passed. So it's like, what? these are the people I need to be working with in order to, to, to get what we want, right? It's, it's no different than the rise of the religious right in the 70s and 80s. They just like looked around and they were like, who else doesn't like black people here? Oh, you guys, great. Let's get together and make sure that they don't have any power. Like mm -hmm. it's a lot of those same corollaries can be used for positive. The thing that is both absolutely beautiful and horrifying at the same time is the fact that we're watching children around the world just all over the world fucking walk out of school in protest for the climate everybody like between the age of like 15 to 18 right now knows what the fuck is going on and is scared shitless mm -hmm. because of what's happening and they're saying something and you're it's just going to get bigger i mean they're just going to get a little older and more of them are going to get to vote and more of them are going to be adults and it's just like hopefully it won't be too late but they're going to mobilize they are mobilized that's amazing. It's kind of it's, it's interesting to me because I think back about like the Cold War. I wasn't alive for the Cold War, but like the idea that I've gotten is like people had this active sentiment that like we could legitimately die at any moment because of this existential threat. And it was like little kids were like affected by that. Like they had their school drills and everything. But like you talk to like adults from that time and they're like, I lived every day wondering like if today could be the, like there was a sense of imminent existential threat and they felt that way with nuclear weapons, but they don't, there's not a similar corollary. I feel like, especially mm -hmm. towards the conservative audience with climate change. Like, it's just like, it, it, it hasn't manifested, but it has, as you've pointed out with younger people who are like, no, this is a thing. Like, like you, you, you can die from something you can't see, turn around. I'll shoot you still. Like it's that same principle applies. Like I, I, I'm surprised at, again, the level of cognitive dissonance among people that don't see potential catastrophe of this. Like, it's it seems no different than the Cold War to me. The Cold War was like, the Russians could kill us at any moment, and this climate change conflict is like, we are killing ourselves. But see, the, the a nuclear war happens quickly. This is, the missile's already in the air coming at us. We need to disarm it or something. Like, it's already, we have to change things right now, but we won't see the effects I mean, we won't see the devastating effects for another 30 years, mm -hmm. but at that point it'll be way too late. So it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a bomb falling in slow motion and they're just like, no, I don't see it. No, see, I don't do anything and nothing bad happens. This there's got, so has there been a science fiction writer out there or currently who is like, who's writing like a fictional cold war. And instead of like the missiles being delivered in like five minutes, they're delivered like 35 years later. And like how much of a different effect that would have on the human psyche, like, it's, that's the corollary that you're talking about. Like, Russia hits yeah. the button, and then it's like, the missile's in the air, but like, we'll be fine. It's not going to hit for 35 years. What could happen? Like, that's, ah, I like that idea. I'm not going to write it because yeah. I'm lazy and I can't write anything unless it's a D&D &D character who says snarky go. things to the people that want to play with them.
He, you watched the character watched that happen, but he doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> it's kind of kind of painful past. Uh, you don't want to talk about it. It's <laughs> good. Jumped a little. Ooh, frightening. Ah, uh, yeah, man, climate stuff. Uh, okay. No, but uh, like I, I. So it's one of those. I am. I feel terrible that this. It's not these kids' fault. But it is, it turns out, their responsibility if they want a fucking world that isn't a piece of shit. They have found out the adults aren't going to do anything. Yeah. So they're taking to the streets and it's just, holy shit. They, even though I may feel ineffective, I have a feeling these fucking kids are going to do it if I can't. Like, and I, I still want to, I feel embarrassed <laughs> that it's like, fucking, there's a 16-year-old um, addressing the UN because she had a mental breakdown over this shit and was like, no, I'm leading a revolution. And she is. Six million children walked out of schools like when she was talking to the UN. Six fucking million children. That is insane. That's a lot. Yeah. So, I don't know. I have a feeling they're going to... We don't get to rest on our asses, but um, if we don't take care of it, they're apparently going to kick our asses. So. <laughs> I mean, this is why we need to build our aquaponics things. That way, when they come around kicking asses, we'd be like, "Oh, but my fish are eating my my fish are eating yeah, my plant yeah, my plant yeah. poop." We, we free food, free food, free food. We give <laughs> yeah. you. Do you like to shelter? I hope you like tilapia because it's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> all of the tomato plants died. Oh my god. Ah. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I was supposed no. I was I was supposed to try a garden this year, but uh, uh, we uh, we didn't we didn't do it this summer. Maybe next summer. We're still trying to get our basement dry. That's what I keep telling myself. Huh? Priorities. But yeah, I have yeah. land. I should use it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I at least feel a little bit better because I'm in an area where like I don't have to actively water my lawn. Like the grass just grows. It's not like California where it's like, <laughs> why are you doing that? <laughs> right. I have this plot of land. We're in a drought. <laughs> But I'm going to grow grass for no fucking reason other than I'm going to mow it. The only thing I'm ever going to touch it, I'm going to touch it with my shoes and my lawnmower. And that's all that happens. And But I'm going to get pissed if a dog shits on it. If a dog just was like, that would look nice to wipe my ass with. And you're like, no! That is only for sharp or rusted metal blades that I am in charge of and that I use gasoline to power. Oh, and then my, no, but I do use the electric hedge clipper, but then I'll get my gas blower out too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't want that shit on my lawn. Come on. Yeah. Or that shit. No shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to keep the grass clippings that would then decompose and like feed my grass. No, no. I'll just buy some more fucking fertilizer <laughs> that will also then run off into my drinking water, making it really fucking hard to clean and probably it, kill let, any life around. Let's be honest. This person does not drink tap water, right? Like they're the people that get like the 36 pack packs of Pepsi Max every time they go to the grocery store. Which, I mean, to be honest, their drinking water is really shitty <laughs> since the nice aquifer is owned by Nestle. So <laughs> that's selling them their water back. And just, just laughing the whole fucking time. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, you live in the most advanced country the world's ever seen and you drink bottled water. This is like when I went and uh, bought a car recently and the guy was trying to convince us that the additional insurance was good because he's like, well, the guys in our shop, you know, they charge like 120 an hour. And I was like, you control those rates. <laughs> if, it, you control those rates and you also control the insurance rates. So you can't really use one to leverage the other because you control both of them. So I'm not doing either. <laughs> And he was like, uh. <laughs> You're not supposed to see through our scam that we own everything. It's all just a front. It was a very nice, you know, transaction up until then. Because I was like, yep, 
you pay 7% or whatever, so that way they can feed their families. I'm great with that. And then they were like, but we could fuck you a little bit. How do you feel about just just a slight fucking? And I was like, not not super into that right now. I mean, just two dry fingers. Come on, just two <laughs> dry fingers. And it's like, Usually no, I don't together. really. Oh, you've, you've stuck them in my mouth. Okay, we officially have a problem. Should, would you have wanted me to wash these first? <laughs> I mean, I did just help another couple before you. Uh, salty. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I really enjoyed buying a used car through Carvana. Again, nobody sponsors this fucking show. It's just a company that I enjoyed working with. People, people know nobody sponsors. You know, I'm just saying. Show. No, I'm just saying. Same as Impossible Burger does not fucking give us any money whatsoever. No, um, they might they, sue us. <laughs> exactly. They're like, stop associating us with this podcast. Do not. We want the religious right to buy our burgers. Don't mention them. Don't say that they were trying to get away from black people. No, don't say it again. Oh, but we did say Impossible Burgers might be made out of black people. I I, I said I just didn't care if they were made yeah, out of people. Yeah. They're, they're I'm just quite saying. Tasty. And yeah. by extension, they could be. We don't know. We could what if, don't know. What if I sat down at a toilet at like a college somewhere in the next year and they had like their little sustainability facts and it was like, it takes this many gallons of water for one pound of human meat. And I was just like, <laughs> what, what college am I at? What's happening right now? Well... So, so I take it you haven't been to any of this, any of the ones in Ohio. No, I mean some... the Ohio State man. I don't know, a little freaky school. <laughs> yeah, is that the Sandusky one? Or I don't know. They're just the ones that if you say Ohio State, they get religiously angry that you left out the. It's the yeah. Ohio State. I don't know. That just it, when someone Therefore seems they to must be, be they start pulling yeah. out knives. I, I I'm <laughs> assuming they want to eat me. I'm not just yeah. stab me. So I mean, anything's better than the two fingers at this point. <laughs> Anything? What about three? I, I really like how this car salesman specified that they were dry. Like, during our conversation, he's not just like, dipping them in some Vaseline or no. anything. He's like, he's like, I just ate a peanut butter sandwich, washed my hands, tried thoroughly with a paper towel. I mean, I used half, probably half the roll on them. Like, these things are, like, look, look, they're flaking. They're flaking. They're so dry. Ooh, ooh, that actually might be bad. That one might be a little hangnail. That might be a bleeder. <laughs> That might be. Uh, you'll be all right. Probably should trim my nails too. Um. Uh, good. I think this was an on-topic week for us. We we really got to the core core details of cult life. Hey, um, I got into a positive message, which is I was just trying to spread some hope, man. That's all I wanted to yeah. do today. Yeah, me too. And I brought up that we can start small, right? Hell just yeah. Eat, eat an Impossible Burger. It tastes pretty good. And it doesn't fuck over the environment as much, and you don't hurt a naminal. Yeah. Or murder a billionaire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait. And eat him. Yo, yes, right? yes. Like, eat, like we, eat the rich. It, it's, eat it's the really, rich. It's really important that we, we're not wasteful here. You know, if you're going to murder somebody, at least have the common decency to follow through and eat them. Yeah. 100%. For the families. <laughs> I'm just saying Jeffrey Dahmer was a hero. 
I'm literally writing a what's turning out to be a very country song called <laughs> It's All Connected. It's about how all of this shit is fucked up. And near the end, it's we could start by killing the rich. We could start by killing the rich. We could start by killing the and it's just like going to be layered on the background with um, mm-hmm. it's all connected. It just it's it's going to be a great horrible fucking country song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I'm I've been a big fan recently of like country songs that like aren't about like tractors and that kind of stuff. Like I'm trying to think. There's an artist that I've just found in the last few years, but I super dig him. Sorry, I'm just going to pull up my <laughs> playlist here because I don't remember this gentleman's name off the top of my head. We can just fill time or edit this. Waylon Jennings. Oh, you're going, wait, this is a way back. Yeah, yeah. Like, wow. From like the 70s. Yeah. And he is so good. Like, he's like, this is a country song, but it's about how much I love cocaine. <laughs> it's like, cool, man. Like, I can get behind that. Um, or he's like, I have long hair, and uh, people think that that means I can't be a redneck, and it turns out they're wrong. It's like, <laughs> cool, man. Like, like those are those songs are so country to me. And the songs about, like, loving horses and <laughs> Jesus or whatever, like, those are not country to me. Like, that's just, like, a recycled message. Like, this guy's country is shit, but he just happens to really love cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. I like yeah. Pete Seeger, too, but then he's a little more... No, he kind of... I don't know. He was... Yeah. Yeah. Well said. <laughs> I'm just of the same era. He's also a long-haired guy considered to be a freak, but was like a trucker for a while or something. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. Definitely like a good old boy, but, you know, like they're like, meh, gotta fuck you. Yeah. 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 Waylon Jennings is good, too. Yeah. Yeah, I dig him. Uh, so how did you, how did that arise that you got introduced to it? <clears throat> so about a year and a half ago, I got into bluegrass in a big way. And so Spotify is <coughs> pretty good. <laughs> No, no, no. If I was a hipster, I would have gotten into bluegrass like a decade ago. And I'd have been like, oh, Chris Thiele is pretty good. I've seen him live a few times. But I'm like, no, I don't. Like a year and a half ago, I knew it. And I'm super into it. Like, it's pretty much all I listen to. Like that and some like Nico Case or whatever. Oh, although I did just see that um, Nick Cave just released an album. And I am definitely going to listen to the shit out of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have to do that. Yeah. Um so anyway, so yeah, Discover a Weekly Playlist on Spotify would like introduce me to artists and like like bluegrass can be like a little country y and so then like mm-hmm. one of the songs they played was like this Waylon Jennings song about like it was like the ultimate country song or whatever. And I was just listening to it, I was like, This is funny and like like self aware, but also very country at the same time. And I was like, This is brilliant. This man's deconstructed country with a single song. And so I listened to other stuff he'd done and I'm like they're all like like either deconstructing country perfectly or they epitomize it, right? Like he can do both. Mm. He's just like, no, I am this thing because I'm also not this thing. That's like fucking perfect, dude. <laughs> fucking perfect. Damn, I'll have to give him a, another go around. Yeah. Yeah. I like him a lot. So, um, yeah, we've been talking for like an hour. <laughs> yeah, ask me how I feel about the cult. Yep. So uh, this week, after, after, after a couple weeks break... <laughs> As you try not to spit all over your computer. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we had we had some we had some life events happen. We had life events and just also world's been kind of crappy at times. So yeah, you doing all right, Red? Yeah, I'm doing overall pretty damn well. So nice. All right, good to hear it. Um, so yeah, how are you? Um, on a scale of one to ten, how are you feeling about joining this cult? Man, uh, that Impossible Burger has me feeling pretty good about sustainability efforts, and if you know, each sustainability 
colony has you know the production facility for impossible meat sign me up man i'm at a six boom all righty you heard it here first you heard it here folks <laughs> none of that's getting edited that's just that's just like in. porky pig in the recording studio like that 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 oh god fuck it get it together pig get it together right now oh my god <laughs> i can hear the producer going Pig, one more time. You fuck up one more time, and I'm having bacon for breakfast. You son of a bitch. You're laying ham and eggs right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, I think that with that, we're gonna sign the fuck <laughs> off. I guess. Holy shit. Yeah, this was good. Um, what, 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 what are we gonna talk about next time, Red? Let's tease it out a little bit. Let's let's tease Man, our audience here. I barely planned this one three hours no ago. One, no one has any idea. We we were so on yeah. topic. Yep. We did not talk about fast food for like 20 minutes. Hey, it shows people who the fuck we are. We're not just... We're not some hippies yet living on a commune. We... we I eat Burger King. It's yeah. fucking tasty. <laughs> Again, so, so proud, does, so pays, pays us no goddamn money. And we'll probably sue my ass if they ever hear about this. What beverage do you get at Burger King? Oh, actually, I usually don't get a soda. I usually um, don't get the combo. I just get the burger and fries. But if I do get the full combo, if it's like a coupon, I like a high C. You may be the first person in recorded human history to have uttered that sentence. <laughs> do if, if I'm feeling like I need the caffeine boost, I'm definitely going for uh, Dr. Pepper or Diet Dr. Pepper. But mm. I see. I, don't, I just like the goddamn, yeah, like, <laughs> it's just bright red for no goddamn reason. There's, there's nothing in the world that's normally this color. It tastes like they somehow put more sugar into water than it should normally hold. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. I'm not sure I've had a high C since it was, like, 1994, and I just got done with my soccer game that I just lost. Like, oh, man, I... I'd say I love, and you get, the, you get, like, the fruit punch from Burger King. But if you're at McDonald's, I bet I love the chicken nuggets, which I know are just fucking probably the worst parts of who knows what. That, fries, the, the spicy mustard, and the fucking orange. Like, uh, whatever orange drink that is. I don't know. I'm just like, this is the fucking perfect combo. It reminds me of being, like, ten. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, this is what I want. I want to feel like a child for a little bit. I know I'm damaging my body, and that's but that's what I'm doing. So I, I'm trading mental health for physical health. It's a like, probably not even a one to one ratio. <laughs> no, guaranteed, it's not. Guaranteed. This is, if this, this is some black, this is black magic I'm using for healing spells. This, this is not the necromancer <laughs> should not be doing this. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know you're in it's trouble. A potion. It, Oh, you, you know you're in trouble when the beverage that you're having is just, like, a color. Like, what are you having? Purple! Like, oh, that is not going to be good for me. Well, so I'm going on a flight tomorrow, so I bought a Red Bull Green, because that's, 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 what, that's what I need. That's my energy potion. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not... I forget what movie it was before. It may have been before um, Avengers uh, Endgame, where, like, I was in the movie theater, and they were doing previews. And one of the previews... Because before even the previews, now you have to watch commercials, right? So during like the mm -hmm. commercials before the previews, there was like some person in a business office and they were like, 
all right, Jill, you got this. You're here at this eight o'clock meeting that you thought was going to be at 5 p.m., but you've prepared because you had your Diet Mocha Orange Cherry Guava Diet Coke Breakfast Club Sandwich. And I was like, what were the words? And like, like that comes out, whatever the word vomit is comes out. And I laugh hard in the middle of this completely packed theater for people ready to see Avengers Endgame. So I was like, that line that was just admitted was the funniest fucking thing that's been said in a decade. Like, like Tim and Eric in like a fever dream could not have concocted a setup and punchline as brilliant as that. And like, I was the only one. I looked around and I was like, surely we as a collective community can agree that the absurdity of this commercial, Diet Coke thinks that they can sell us a diet mango breakfast beverage. And we would all say, yes, thank you. This will fuel my productivity and happiness. It's absurd. Right, America? And I looked around, and people were just like, shut up, so I could see Iron Man punch a guy in the dick. No, no, the thing was, the theater was so dark, you couldn't see four of them were drinking their own right there. They're like, what's the fucking problem? Oh, my God. Like, I, I like, I'm, like, about to fall asleep some nights, and I'll think... And I'll just like start laughing to myself, and I'll be like, "Diet mango coke <laughs> breakfast." Like, like you're kidding me. You're kidding me. Advertise like uh, advertising. That was so perfect. So you've listened to my brother, my brother and me, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm a big Munch Squad okay. fan. Okay, yeah. I just like love like they just read a press release about a product. Usually, like they're just reading an ad, and that's comedy gold for fucking ten minutes. Yeah, is them just trying to get through it, and just like you're giving them free advertising, sort of, sort of. Yeah, I mean that's. And it's it's one step beyond that because like a press release is supposed to hype something up even more. This was just the commercial. This was the commercial unabashedly saying that some people out there in the human race are going to willingly elect to drink their breakfast, and that breakfast will be the diet mango Pepsi breakfast beverage or whatever it was and i'm like that confluence of words is just so deeply unsettling and hilarious to me surely i cannot be the only one surely apparently not. you were and so and then at that point was your wife she was she just getting shorter into her chair i mean it was like like i looked at her and like so i laughed and she looks at me and i'm like that was fucking hilarious right she's like that was pretty good but like oh yeah i mean she's we wouldn't we wouldn't be compatible unless she was also like she had touched the absurdness void. But like, I guess I just live there now. Like, it's just I, I am the absurdness void. Like, it just that's that's all I see. Yeah, I can understand that. I'm never that's I don't I, I feel like I know her somewhat, but I don't know her that well. It's like I would have assumed she did get that joke. That's but yeah, like or to laugh at it. Like, she just be like gross. Yeah, I. Uh, uh, yeah, my, well, yeah. We, we understand yeah. each other like more than even I understand fully. That's actually, I honestly think that's a big part of compatibility is like part of that where you, your conscious brain doesn't understand all of the reasons why you fit together. You just, it just feels right. You're like, oh yeah, because of these other things. Like we don't know. Yeah. A lot of unconscious signaling, I think. Yeah. Like that, that happened and then turned to her and she was like embarrassed or I was like, I, oh, I shouldn't have laughed. She was just like, oh, that was amazing. Like, nice. I just couldn't contain myself. And she's like, she held on to it to like keep her joy in. And I was like, my joy had to escape because I would have exploded otherwise. Nice. nice. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, with that, I think we'll sign off. Oh, yeah. Um, Hi, everyone. <laughs> Still here. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Um, uh, thanks for listening. I'm Redstone. I'm Rom. Good night. This episode was recorded by me. 
uh, red zone arch ender uh, at an undisclosed location because yeah and uh, yeah I did all all the stuff yep <laughs>